Hey, what's up? My name is Raylia Lewis, and welcome back to Everything is Everything. So, today's episode is about motivation versus discipline. Motivation and discipline are very different things. They can connect, but in my opinion, one is temporary and dependent on outside forces and urges, while the other is consistent regardless of what's happening and how you're feeling. So my friend and I were discussing relationships when I mentioned that I thought it was dangerous. Yes, I'm dramatic, so I use the word dangerous. To only look for others for inspiration or motivation or to look to others for those things. You have to be committed to your own goals regardless of how you look feel and regardless of your relationship status she challenged my viewpoint however saying that she's often motivated by a love interest or you know someone she's dating at that time basically she felt like that could be a good thing that that was a positive thing that someone outside of yourself was motivating you to want more and do better my response was well i mean Yeah, in that moment, that could be a good thing. But what happens when that person leaves? And I'm not trying to be negative, Nancy. But this is just the reality. Most people you meet, you date, you love, will not always be around. So if your motivation is nestled in who chooses to like you or love you, what happens when the relationship is in trouble or comes to an end? Your motivation follows that person, right? Here's my theory. Allowing yourself to only be motivated when you're in a new relationship, happy in life, or in the mood means that your focus, your work, and your passions will only get worked on in those short-lived moments. I liken this to seeing an attractive guy at work and doing everything to get his attention. You dress up every day for work now in hopes that you'll see him and he'll see you and he'll see how beautiful you look. You only highlight your positive attributes in conversation, especially in the early stages, to sell yourself so that you can lock him in. And then as soon as you have him, what happens? Life happens. You're comfortable. And the extra things you did in the beginning to get his attention are non-existent because They weren't really who you are. You were motivated by the idea of him and that feeling allowed you to work hard to get him. Now that you have him and the ups and downs and disappointments happen, if you want the relationship to work, you'll have to work and work involves discipline. But enough about relationships, okay? That was just an example My point is that if what you want is only dependent on how you feel at that time, someone else's opinion of you, or how you feel about yourself, nothing will work for you long term. But if you agree with my friend about looking to your partner for motivation, here is another reason why I think this is a bad idea. So I had a friend once who was in love with this guy. I said once because we are no longer friends, but not for this reason, another reason, but whatever. Back to my point. She did everything to please him. He was an asshole, you know, the kind of guy that's stereotypical, suggestive, blunt, controlling. 
He wanted a woman to have her own everything. He was the kind of man that wanted his woman to dress a certain way, act a certain way. He would even ask a bitch to change. And when I say change, I mean like change your outfit. Okay? Like I'm an adult. I wear what I want. So I was not a huge fan of his, as you can see. But she was so in love with him and she did everything to keep up with what she thought she could or should be for him. And in the end, she still wasn't what he wanted. He was engaged on the sideline, but pressuring her to buy a house early on to really figure out what she wanted in her life, even though she was in her mid-20s, he made her feel insignificant if she wasn't succeeding or moving in the way that he felt like she should be moving whole time had another girl on the side typical right anyway i think the problem for her was that she didn't even know what she wanted she just wanted him so badly that she began to chase his suggestions obviously only motivated by the idea of him loving her the way that she loved him major no-no If you look to other people for motivation, you could possibly lose yourself by trying to impress them. You have met somebody that wanted something for you that you didn't want for yourself, but because you valued them, you loved them, or you wanted them to be proud of you or to be impressed with you, you found yourself becoming what they wanted, but not really staying true to who you are. It's like they're pressuring you without realizing they're pressuring you. And then you're losing yourself without realizing you're losing yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. You'll look up one day and realize that you worked hard to be someone for other people or someone someone else wanted you to be. And you never really worked to become what you really wanted to be. What I know about motivation is that it wavers. You won't be motivated every day. You won't feel like going to the gym, eating that salad, working on your business. But to achieve what you want, you have to do what you need to do anyway. So even though you won't be motivated every day, you can be disciplined or you can find different things to motivate you to stay disciplined. But honestly, y'all, when life happens, I'm talking about those down days, okay, Some days, simply being disciplined is the only option. Shit, when you want something for you, not for anyone else, but for you, being disciplined is really the only option. There's no other option. I'm committed to changing my life for the better. I've lost friends, experienced heartbreak. I've lost opportunities. I've lost money, time. But guess what I've never lost? My vision. I know what I want. And I know that stopping because it's hard won't help me get it. And in my opinion, regret is worse than rejection. Because at least I tried, okay? I will try it and fail before I don't try at all. Like, I cannot. I don't even allow fear to stop me. I work through fear. Like, I'm always scared. Fear is always there for me because like I have freaking anxiety for one and anxiety can't even stop me. What I want is bigger than temporary defeats. 
heartbreaks and rejection. It's my purpose. And because I realized that, that's something that comes from within me. You understand? I don't look to outside forces for permission to do me and be me and chase my dreams. Be mindful of the roles you hand to other people in regards to your life. Be mindful of the approval you seek in life and how far you're willing to go to be validated or accepted. The show will go on regardless of how I feel, who's in the car, and who's applauding me. Motivation is a temporary thing, just like a seed. I'm about to get all philosophical and (laughs) theoretical with y'all, but hear me out. Discipline is like the water. Watering that seed consistently will lead you to a healthy crop. That crop is, voila, success. So I'll end with this. Do you, be you, figure out who you want, who you want, what you want. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by someone else. But don't rely on outside forces for that. Don't only rely on your mood, your environment your financial situation, and like I said earlier, your relationship, you should be willing to do the work for yourself regardless of what's going on in your life. Know that, never forget that, because life will pass you by if you allow temporary things to sit you down. And now it is time for my segment, IG Meme of the Week. So the meme that I chose this week is from one of my faves, Miss Amanda Sills. And the meme reads, we going to end up with four more years of this devil because folks want to feel right instead of just doing what we got to do right now. And I have to say, I wholeheartedly agree. If you haven't been watching the news or tuning into social media, you missed the tea, Okay. Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris as his running mate for VP. And that has sent the nation into an uproar. Many people are excited and celebrating this new candidate, this new news, right? And then a lot of people are very unhappy and disappointed in Kamala Harris being chosen for VP. And I honestly understand both sides of the coin. I understand that seeing a woman, a woman of color, in a position of leadership in the White House, in this nation, excuse me, in this nation has never been done before. So, of course, the woman in me is through the roof, okay? I am so excited. It's so empowering. I was waiting for a moment like this. I understand the excitement. And then the other side, people are very upset because they say, or Kamala Harris actually, I don't want to say they said, Kamala Harris actually backed laws that put a lot of black men in prison years ago. Very upsetting. I understand. But here's my thing. I'm not dismissing the severity of the law she backed and how it impacted black lives, right? But I don't know a black politician, I'm sorry, not even a black, 
I don't know a politician who didn't back laws that hurt the black community. I don't. I don't know a president that didn't do things to hurt black people, whether they were likable or not. It doesn't take away from the fact and the truth. My mother always told me when voting to vote for the less of two evils because you can't trust any politician. So I grew up with that concept. And as an adult, I've learned that my mother was correct. So I won't sit here and tell you that she is the perfect person, nor Joe Biden, and definitely not fucking Donald Trump. But Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the less of two evils. And I think that we have to do the right thing by voting for them. Why would we want another four years of Donald Trump? And what I don't understand and what I find very odd is how when Trump was campaigning for presidency, for his presidency, he was accused of so many terrible things, of affairs, of stealing from employees, of all kind of racial shit. He is overtly a racist. He treats immigrants horribly. He separated so many families. He's horrible to women. His wife visibly looks like she's uncomfortable whenever she's around him. And he was even heard on videotape saying that he likes to grab women by the pussy. And all of that was overlooked. All of it. Because he promised Americans more money and more job opportunities. Which is beyond me. Not only that, he has been having a great time renaming the COVID flu. Okay? COVID-19 has... A ton of new nicknames, thanks to Trump. He actually had the nerve to call it the Kung Flu during a press conference. I didn't see too many people or at least media outlets talking about that, but I heard it, you know, myself. He argues with celebrities. He's so emotional, so narcissistic. So if anyone is so up in arms about Kamala Harris being chosen for VP, my question is, is it because she's a woman? Because we all know that this fucking country is not only racist, but it's also sexist. Because there's no way that Trump is the better option. There's no way that he's the better choice. But when people hate something so much, they will go with the worst option because hate is so deeply rooted. And if you hate black women, if you hate women, of course you'll think that Trump is the better option. And now it is time for my segment, What Am I Watching Right Now? So Netflix added Moesha to its catalog. Mo to the, E to the. I grew up watching that show. I have been binge watching that show every day and all day that I am in the house. Like I literally paused the episode to listen to, I mean, to talk to you guys, okay? I love Moesha. Um, there has been a lot of issues around social media about the show and how bad of a friend she was and how she treated Kim. And I was definitely surprised to see some of those moments because when you watch something as a child, you look at it from, you know, a child's perspective. But as an adult, I'm like, damn, Mo, like that's, that's fucked up. Like you called her a fucked up friend, you know, but the show is hilarious. It's super cute. It's fun to watch. So if you haven't checked it out, check out Moesha on Netflix. And they also are bringing a lot more 
black sitcoms to Netflix like Sister Sister and Half and Half and The Game. So stay tuned in. You know, fall is almost here, which is crazy. I can't believe we have five weeks of summer left. Like what was that, right? But what I am looking forward to in the fall is being cozy and toasty with my fall scents and watching some black sitcoms. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Everything is Everything. And I hope to see you guys back here next week. Bye-bye.